Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. Good morning, yes, I am ready. Good morning, everyone. I hope your day is off to a great start. Just want to remind you, God loves you, and I love you too. So go about your day with intention and authenticity. Don't let nothing get you down. Don't let anything take you off focus because you are more than loved. So everything else is just going to flow from that state of being, right? Just know that everything you do is already pleased. It's already pleasing in his sight. So, all right. Uh, Yeah, Coach, you seem to be really excited this morning. We got new acronyms that I've got to learn. Um, But I'm going to go right into uh, today's topic this morning. It's titled, Harvest is More Than Reaping. Harvest is More Than Reaping. So we started yesterday. We talked about bringing the old to a close. We looked at Leviticus chapter 26, verses 9 through 10, and I just want to read them again just to um, give us a little bit more insight and clarity as where we're going today. So uh, verse 9 says, For I will be leaning toward you with favor and regard for you, rendering you faithful, multiplying you, and establishing and ratifying my covenant with you. And you shall eat the abundant old store of produce, long kept, and clear out the old to make room for the new. So we learned yesterday and we talked a little bit that bringing the old to a close is important because there's something new coming. And when we're in that pause, that harvest time um, of the season, right, is, is usually a pause in our seed sowing and our activities. And um, there is a reason for it. And it's not just about us consuming what we've already stored up. It's not just about us relishing in these past milestones because he's instructing them that you've got to clear the old out. Remember yesterday we we, we pulled out that key point because there's a responsibility, there's a commandment there, is that while you're doing that, you got to clean out all of the old. I don't need you to leave nothing behind because I'm coming in. I'm we, I need you to make room for this new. And he goes on in verses 11 and 12 to, to let them know what the new is. And the new is that he's coming in to walk in with and among them. And he cannot do that with old things present, okay? So today, understanding that harvest is more than reaping, because oftentimes, as I said yesterday, we we hear about the harvest, we hear about the abundance, right? We hear about how they're being multiplied, how they're being fruitful. We read and see, and oftentimes we miss the point um, because we see that there's just so much abundance for them, and they're truly cared for, and favor is on them. And we we often think harvest is just about reaping, right? What we're going to get, right? I've sowed a seed, and now I'm harvesting that seed that I've sown. But harvest is more than reaping. So I went and I did some agricultural studies because I needed some insight, right, in in furthering what this process was when I got it. And I was really always, I'm always enlightened (laughs) um, in ways that y'all have no way of imagining because I don't know where a lot of these thoughts come from. Um, But when they come and I got to go find the information to learn it, I'm always excited. Um, And so when I was looking this and studying things in agriculture, I looked of what harvesting is. And harvesting is defined as the process of gathering a ripe crop from the fields, right? And that's usually where we stop. It's gathering the ripe 
crop from the fields. But harvesting is the process, right? So that part intrigued me because I said, okay, we celebrate the gathering, right? But nobody talks about what's that process of gathering, right? So what I also had to look at was what does ripe mean, right? So ripe describes something that's fully grown or ready to be eaten, used, or implemented. It means that it has arrived at a stage of growth or complete maturity and ready to be used to serve. All right, now, I hope y'all with me this morning. So it, it, it being ripe isn't just about it being ready to serve you, right? It's about putting it in a process so it can be used in service, to be used to be implemented. So understanding that harvesting consisted of more than just the reaping, right, because it's a process. So when I saw that, reaping was just one of the steps in the harvesting process. So it says harvesting consisted of more than reaping the fruits or the spoils of one's labor during the previous growing season. It is also focused on the process of preparing what is yielded so that it can be distributed and used in its new form. So according to this agricultural study, I found that there are three basic steps in harvesting, and then there's four optional steps, right? So today we're going to talk about the three basic steps. And when I say basic, they mean these things have to happen. They may happen together because sometimes in farming, what we've advanced so far now in, in farming that they can use machines to do a lot of these things. But if it's done manually, right, then we, that's what we're looking at, right, because our God is a manual God. He really gets in and he works on us with his hand, right? The humanity was formed out of the soil. So we're going to look at the manual process. We ain't talking about the machines of today, all right? So in this process, there's three basic steps that have to happen. Now, these other four are optional because it really depends on what you're harvesting or what's being taken or what's the next steps in its distribution, whether these other four um, steps happen in the harvesting process. So we're not going to even look at them today. We're going to talk about the three basic things that no matter what you, whatever it is, whether it's grain or whatever, these three basic steps of harvesting has to occur, Okay. And we're using them from an example of the rice grain or wheat and things like that, okay? So I want you all to stay with me. So the three basic steps of harvesting is reaping, threshing, and cleaning. So in the reaping, it's defined as cutting the mature pinnacles and straw that are above ground. This applies to the things that can be seen with our eyes, right? I'm I'm here in Louisiana. I don't know how many of y'all in the South, and I don't know like other states that have it, but one of the biggest uh, things that happens here in Louisiana, pretty much across all the states, but very uh, prevalent in South Louisiana, is sugarcane, right? So this is the time where the big sugarcane trucks and the cane mills are running right now. 
And so if you ever tra- traveling the highways here in Louisiana, you're going to see these big old trucks because they're, this is the time of the year. It starts like the 1st of October and it rolls, I believe, right into the end of November or sometime in December. But these big trucks are always on the highway because they're, they're going through this harvesting of the sugar cane, right? And so when you reap, what you see is the, the, the leaves and all of that, right? So we have cane fields. When I'm driving from north Louisiana to south Louisiana, we pass through certain towns, and you can see all the cane that is grown, right? And all we see is the green leaves that have grown on the top, right? You can't really see the, the, the sugar cane itself until you get into the process, right? But you see the maturity, the things that have grown. And so I identified this in our lives. These are the milestones, the things that we can see. These are the awards, the acknowledgments, the platforms, the invites we've gotten, uh, the money in the bank account from the clients or the number of people that's been added to our email list, the number of people we've invited to our events. Like these These are the things that we can see as a result of our efforts, right? So that's what's getting cut. Then number two, the threshing. So now that you've got all that and you've cut all that, right, when you cut it, that means you've cut it out, it's happened, it's come to a close, it's ending. But we sit and we relish on it. But he says you're not finished with it yet because now with the threshing, there's a separating of the Patty, P-A-D-D-Y, the patty grain from the rest of the crop. So the patty grain is really the thing that lasts. It's the thing that stays as a result of all of that. It's the, it's the grain because, like I said, with the sugar cane, the, it's not the leaves that, that, that gets turned into sugar. It's the cane itself, right? I didn't grow up on a farm as a little girl. I grew up in the city, right? So I never really Experience with some people in my family have, which is eating the sugar cane, right? Going out there, pulling the leaves off and eating the sugar cane. People talk about how bundle and how great it is. I didn't get to do all that because I was a city girl. I ain't doing none of that. However, I'm aware of it, if that makes sense. Okay, so now when we talk about separating the patty grain from the rest of the crop, the patty grain is the thing of weight, if you want to think about that. It's, it's what's going to last. And y'all stay with me because it's going to all make sense in a minute. And then we get to the cleaning process. Cleaning is the removing of immature, unfilled, and non-grain materials. Okay. So if we're going through these three stages or three steps of the har- this all three of these gives you what harvesting is. It's not just reaping. It's reaping, threshing, and cleaning. And during the reaping, the yield is examined to determine the conditions of the crop. So we talked about what we've yielded, right? The things that we see, the things on top. And now during this harvest time, there is an examination of your yielded crop that must be done because we got to determine the condition of all of these things because it looks good from a distance. But when you get in there, there could be bugs, there could be things that have uh, contaminated the crop, right, that you really can't see until you get close examinations. So sometimes those milestones that you've gotten could come to a close, but there's some contamination that is done to your soul. It then gave you a little bit of pride now. 
and you starting to move without talking to God more. You starting to make decisions without really seeking him and understanding what it is that he wants you to do. So now there's an examination of your condition that goes on in this process. And so then the reaping or the time of the cutting is also a time of examination and closely linked to the next step, which is threshing. Because the threshing, based on my research, has to happen within two to three days of cutting. Okay? Now, God don't work in our mindset of time. So keep that in mind. So when we're talking about this from a spiritual internal standpoint, right, of harvesting and the pause in our lives, it might be, but they're going to be closely related, right? It's going to be something after you've brought it to a close and you've pulled and cut it down and the examination of it and the conditions of it is going to be tested and going to be looked at with uh, uh, the Holy Spirit is going to be convicting you on some things and, and really testing you. And sometimes we're not aware of it. We start to look at other people and blame things that's going on outside of us. But this is really the examination process of the crops that have come up in your life. And so now immediately you're going to move into the threshing. There's going to be a separating of the paddy grain, the stuff that is going going to sustain the things that's going to last and the things that are going to move. So this is what really got me excited. And y'all hear me getting a little excited because getting to this threshing floor part of it and understanding how the threshing floor that's referenced in the Bible is so uh, just just so enlightening to understanding this harvesting process. And I personally believe one of the most important parts of harvest. So the threshing floor well, we, you've seen that in the Bible. There's lots of scripture on it. I want to leave you with some uh, things to ignite you to go look it up for yourself. So the threshing floor is often an outside space when we're talking about it from an agricultural standpoint and the manual parts of harvesting. It's usually an outside space. And in this outside space, it's either going to be a stone or hand-packed dirt, okay? And the grain is spread out over this stone or this hard-packed dirt. And then an animal, like a cow or ox, something, something with heavy weight on it, is going to come and walk across this grain, just stumping on it. And the whole purpose is to break away the kernels or the paddy grain from what they call the shaft. It's so that the outside shell, the stuff you see, the, the, the covering, the, 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 the bells and whistles, the carrots that came as a result gets broken away from the actual grain so that it's separated from the good part. Y'all get that? The shaft is called the rubbish. And the rubbish is left after this oxen and stuff is walking on it. The rubbish is left so that the natural course of wind would blow it away. That's how light it is. That's how much irrelevance it is. It don't carry no weight. It don't have no value added to your life or your bottom line. It don't have nothing to do with nothing. And the natural course of wind blows it away. And then the parts that can be used or is necessary for serving on the next level is left behind. That's why it's paddy grain. It's weighted. It's so heavy that the wind can't blow it away. And so as the wind blows the shaft and the heavy grain falls to the threshing floor, what remains left there, there is a process called using the winnowing 
fork. And I might be pronouncing that wrong, but I'm going to spell it for y'all. It's W-I-N-N-O-W-I-N-G, the winnowing fork, and it's in the Bible. They take this winnowing fork, which is nothing but a shovel, right, with the fork on the end, and they're out there lifting up the shaft so that it can blow in the wind, okay? Notice they're not focusing on trying to gather the grain. They are focused on getting rid of the shaft, the light-weighted stuff. So as they use this winnowing fork and it goes, now they're in what is called the third step, which is the cleaning process. They're removing the immature, unfilled, non-grain materials. And they're helping to stir it up with the natural force of wind as it blows away. And they repeat this process until all the grain is the only thing that remains. They don't stop until the only thing left is the grain. They don't spend their time trying to gather the grain while it's still mixed with so much of the shaft. They spend their time getting away all of the things that don't have no weight to it, that don't have no value, that can't provide no nourishment or no form of service moving forward. So when you're experiencing some things in this season, know that these three steps are occurring simultaneously, right? God is taking you through a reaping. He's getting you to cut things off and bring them to a close, these things that have seemed like they are important and they matter, and now he's going to take you through a threshing. He's going to help you decide and how to separate what is good and what's not, and then he's going to take this fork and he's going to be dusting up stuff, and you're going to feel like it's just something I don't understand what's going on and why this happening. It's because he's letting the natural course of wind blow it away. He's letting these people naturally move themselves out your life. He's letting these things naturally go ahead and blow off all this stuff that you've gave value to that ain't got no value. You can't sell it nowhere. Ain't nobody going to buy it from you. It can't bring no type of resource or return in your life, so it's being blown away just the natural course of wind. And you got to be okay with not trying to hold on to this shaft, right? And in this cleaning process, all of this is taking place for the purpose of preparing the grain for service. So understanding that harvesting is more than reaping, that harvesting is the preparation process for the grain to be used at higher levels of service. And you've got to embrace this beyond the reaping because all of us can see the green stuff on top, but what about what's underneath that? Is it really weighted down? Is it something that's going to be beneficial to other people? Is it going to serve what God's purpose is, which is ultimately bringing all of humanity into his kingdom? Is what you're doing bringing value, or is it just hyping you up? Is it just building you up in your mind to make you feel good about yourself, and you ain't never looking to God, talking to God no more because you, you got this. You're getting a little more confident. So what I want you to understand is that as you go higher, you're going to get less and less confident in yourself. You're going to realize that it ain't nothing you can do without him. That's what the whole harvesting process is, is taking you through a thing that gets you to understand that you can't do this without him working in and on and through you and with you. So in closing, I want you to read Luke chapter 3, verse 17. It says, his winnowing shovel or fork is in his hand to thoroughly clear and cleanse his threshing floor, and to gather the wheat 
and store it in his granary, but the shaft he will burn with fire that cannot be extinguished. So I hope today's wisdom has inspired you and encouraged you to understand that harvest is more than reaping. You don't even want to hold on and store up the stuff that you first reap. You got to let it go through the threshing floor and let it go through the cleaning process so that God can determine that it is fit for the next level of service in your life and the lives of those that you will impact on this next level. Please go about your day-to-day with intention and authenticity, fully equipped to do all that God has called you to do today. Thank you for joining us and meet us back on the line tomorrow morning at the same time here at Wisdom Inspired. You have a great day. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community, a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.